Hey, everybody. Very helpful. All right. Yeah, yeah we're going to be very helpful. Very helpful A little today. behind the scenes there. Man, God just keeps encouraging us with with what he has put together here through reading through the Bible. I'm just so encouraged yeah. by how God is using this to impact so many people. So we just praise him for that. And hopefully this reading through the Bible is helping you and encouraging you that as you make this a habit in yeah. important part of your life every day. Good. It's insane to me that like hmm. this is out there forever. Mm-hmm. You know, like what we did last year, I know people whose lives have been changed by last year, this year, you know, I know I personally use it all the time and Mm. it's just crazy to be like in 10 years, people will still be listening to last year. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like that's crazy to me. That's crazy. It is crazy. So the potential's there. All right. Anyway. Okay. So we are super happy to say we are finishing another book of the Bible today, the book of Joshua. Yeah. And so we're going to dive right in on that. Okay. I like it. It's good. The years passed, and the Lord had given the people of Israel rest from all their enemies. Joshua, who was now very old, called together all the elders, leaders, judges, and officers of Israel. He said to them, I'm now a very old man. You have seen everything the Lord your God has done for you during my lifetime. The Lord your God has fought for you against your enemies. I have allotted to you as your homeland all the land of the nations yet unconquered, as well as the land of those we have already conquered, from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. This land will be yours, for the Lord your God will himself drive out all the people living there now. You will take possession of their land, just as the Lord your God promised you. So, be very careful to follow everything Moses wrote in the book of instruction. Do not deviate from it, turning either to the right or to the left. Make sure you do not associate with the other people still remaining in the land. Do not even mention the names of their gods, much less swear by them, or serve them, or worship them. Rather, cling tightly to the Lord your God as you have done until now. For the Lord has driven out great and powerful nations for you, and no one has yet been able to defeat you. Every one of you will put to flight a thousand of the enemy. For the Lord your God fights for you just as he has promised. So be very careful to love the Lord your God. But if you turn away from him and cling to the customs of the survivors of these nations remaining among you, and if you intermarry with them, then know for certain that the Lord your God will no longer drive them out of your land. Instead, there will be a snare and a trap to you, a whip for your backs and thorny brambles in your eyes, and you will vanish from this good land the Lord your God has given you. Soon I will die, going the way of everything on earth. Deep in your hearts, you know that every promise the Lord your God, of the Lord your God has come true. Not a single one has failed. But as surely as the Lord your God has given you the good things he promised, he will also bring disaster on you if you disobey him. He will completely destroy you from this good land he has given you. If you break the covenant of the Lord your God by worshiping and serving other gods, his anger will burn against you, and you will quickly vanish from the good land he's given you. Then Joshua summoned all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, including their elders, leaders, judges, and officers. So they came and presented themselves to God. Joshua said to the people, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Long ago, your ancestors, including Terah, the father of Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates River, and they worshipped other gods. But I took your ancestor Abraham from the land beyond the Euphrates, and I led him into the land of Canaan. I gave him many descendants to his son Isaac. To Isaac I gave Jacob and Esau. To Esau I gave the mountains of Seir, while Jacob and his children went down to Egypt. Then I sent Moses and Aaron, and I brought terrible plagues onto Egypt. And afterward I brought you out as free people. But when your ancestors arrived at the Red Sea, the Egyptians chased after you with chariots and charioteers. When your ancestors cried out to the Lord, I put darkness between you and the Egyptians. I brought the sea crashing down on the Egyptians, drowning them. With your very own eyes, you saw what I did. Then you lived in the wilderness for many years. Finally, I brought you into the land of the Amorites, 
on the east side of the Jordan. They fought against you, but I destroyed them before you. I gave you victory over them, and you took possession of their land. Then Balak, son of Zippor, king of Moab, started a war against Israel. He summoned Balaam, son of Beor, to curse you, but I would not listen to him. Instead, I made Balaam bless you, and so I rescued you from Balak. When you crossed the Jordan River and came to Jericho, the men of Jericho fought against you, as did the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. But I give you victory over them, and I sent Terah ahead of you in, in, to drive out the two kings of the Amorites. It was not your words or bows that brought you victory, and I gave you a land that you had not worked on, and I gave you towns you did not build, the towns where you are now living. I gave you vineyards and olive groves for food, though you did not plant them. So fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrates River in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. But if you refuse to serve the Lord, then choose today whom you will serve. Would you prefer the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates? Or will it be the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live? But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. The people replied, We would never abandon the Lord and serve other gods, for the Lord our God... As the one who rescued us and our ancestors from slavery in the land of Egypt, he performed mighty miracles before our very eyes. As we traveled through the wilderness among our enemies, he preserved us. It was the Lord who drove out the Amorites and the other nations living here in the land. So we too will serve the Lord, for he alone is our God. Then Joshua warned the people, You are not able to serve the Lord, for he is holy and jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you abandon the Lord and serve other gods, he will turn against you and destroy you even though he's been so good to you. But the people answered Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. You are a witness to your own decision, Joshua said. You have chosen to serve the Lord. Yes, they replied. We are witnesses to what we have said. All right, then, Joshua said, Destroy the idols among you and turn away your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, We will serve the Lord our God. We will obey him alone. So Joshua made a covenant with the people that day at Shechem, committing them to follow the decrees and regulations of the Lord. Joshua recorded these things in the book of God's instructions. As a reminder of their agreement, he took a huge stone and rolled it beneath the terebinth tree beside the tabernacle of the Lord. Joshua said to all the people, This stone has heard everything the Lord said to us. It will be a witness to testify against you if you go back on your word to God. Then Joshua sent all the people away to their own homelands. After this, Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. They buried him in the land he had been allocated at timnath Sirah in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. The people of Israel served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and of the elders who outlived him, those who had personally experienced all the Lord had done for Israel. The bones of Joseph, which the Israelites had brought along with them when they left Egypt, were buried at Shechem in the plot of land Jacob had bought from the sons of Hamor for 100 pieces of silver. This land was located in the territory allotted to the descendants of Joseph. Eleazar, son of Aaron, also died. He was buried in the hill country of Ephraim in the town of Gibeah, which had been given to his son Phinehas. Okay, that's the end of the book of Joshua. That is... That's how it ends. It's finished. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so what does this tell us about God, and what does this tell us about us, and then what on earth are we supposed to do about it? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I would say in terms of um, what's this tell us about God is that um, going away from God's straight path will break his heart, and it will bring his wrath. Hmm. It's very clear throughout this. You know, break his heart, bring his wrath. 
He wants us to keep the straight path. Uh, once and, he, and he's made it clear what that path is. Mm-hmm. And then he says, don't deviate. Don't turn to the right or left. Mm-hmm. But if you do, these things are going to happen. And then later, you're going to. Yeah. It's going to be bad for no, you. No, we won't. Yeah, you will. No, uh Yeah, you will. <laughs> That's what was happening yeah. in this book yeah. we just read. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the Chip and Eric version. We won't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the Maury version is... The lie detector determined that was a lie. Yes. And that's not my baby. <laughs> yes, it is. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So that's what it tells me about God. Yeah. we close this yeah. book of Joshua. You know, I think that that's exactly right. I mean, it's, it's exactly right. And right now, you know, you can turn away from God and not experience the wrath of God today. Like, with them... You know, they did things and experienced the wrath of God, boom, right then and there. You know, but the wrath of God now is preserved for after we die. It's not a temporary physical judgment. There are consequences that are. Yeah, sure. But the wrath of God is poured out in eternity, in hell, for eternity, forever. And so what I was going to say is what this tells us about us. Joshua says it really plainly. I'm about to die and go the way of Everything, right? Like, that's what he says. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to find where he said it. Uh, I'm not a very old man. You've seen everything. Lord, God's fought for you nations. I don't remember where he says it. But he says, you know, oh, soon I'll die and go the way of everything on earth. Right? Like, we all die. We all die. And knowing that, wouldn't it be best to live our lives in accordance with what God's will is for us, that we would give lordship to Jesus, that we accept Jesus as our Savior, like, and then not deviate from that? You know, wouldn't that make sense that we would make the decision now that affects eternity and prevents the wrath of God? Like, like make that decision today and then live according to it so that you don't have to face that wrath that comes from turning away from God. And the difference is these people have a law that they can either follow or disobey. For us, we are born children of wrath. We are born already turned away. And so our life is about finding the gospel and then living by the gospel, right? So I just think it's a really interesting. I I just keep going back to the comparison of this land and eternity and God's blessing and God's promise and heaven and you know, God's provision for them in the in military conquest and God's provision in us by conquering sin and grave and death through Jesus. Like, I just keep going back to these parallels. And I just think that there's a lot there to unpack. But what this tells True. me about us today is we will all die. <laughs> and there is, if you didn't know that, yeah. now you do. And there is, for all my ramblings, there is um, something that comes next. And it's either reward based upon the works of Christ mm. or wrath based upon the works of ourself. And mm. yeah. 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 We like to tell the truth here. We will all die. Yeah. We are going to die. Yeah. We don't hold we anything don't. back. Nope. Wow. I think something to do with all that information is just, and in, in, in this is going to require prayer that God, we have access to God, the Holy Spirit, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Praying that God, the Holy Spirit would help us to be um, ultra sensitive to anything that will take us to the right or to the left. Mm-hmm. 
in, in that, you know, and sometimes, you know, um, I've, I've met with people that have gone way off course with God, way off course. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because they woke up someday, one day, and they said, I'm going to do this grievous sin. Mm-hmm. It always started a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left, and that and that deviation got bigger and bigger and bigger. And so I just pray for myself and for all of you for this ultra sensitivity to the straight path of God, not because we have to to get in, but because we want to, right. because if you've accepted Jesus, you are in, and we need to be very diligent. And if you have any doubt on that, read the New Testament letters to the churches, mm-hmm. believers in Jesus, encouraging them to do the same thing. That's why a lot of that is about positive and negative commands for believers because we could easily deviate to the right or left. So when you get off course and God convicts you through the Holy Spirit, come back to the center, come back to the straight line, that straight path. I think that's awesome. I agree with every word of it. I think another way that we can deviate so if we're truly going to walk the path that God has put before us, then part of that is going to be knowing and sharing the gospel, right? Like mm-hmm. if we really believe that heaven and hell are at stake, then we will share the gospel. That's the way that it is. Mm-hmm. And you can share most of the gospel and take a step to the right and you're sharing a false gospel. Mm-hmm. You can share most of the gospel and take a step to the left and you're sharing a false gospel. True. So I think also along with everything you just said, which is so crucial we need to be very sensitive to what exactly mm-hmm. it is that God wants us to tell people about him, mm-hmm. you know, and not make things up and not push aside the things that are difficult. Like everyone needs to confront their sin. That's hard. It's hard to do that with somebody to sure. hold up the mirror of the law and say, you are guilty. It's hard to do that with somebody, mm-hmm. um, especially people you, you know, are closely associated with, mm-hmm. but it is the best thing, the most loving thing, you know? So mm-hmm. I just think that there's, there's one truth, there's one God, there's one character of God. And so any step yeah. you take, like you said, if you take one little step, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to end up way off. You're going to end up way off. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So let's be very careful not to do that in our mm-hmm. actions, in our uh, testimonies, in our beliefs. Let's be very careful to stay on the path um, of truth that mm-hmm. God has given us. Yeah, and just praying for all of us to have this this ultra sensitivity mm-hmm. to those things that are uh, off the straight path. I that love we that. would say, oh, no, 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 no. got to get back on. Prayer is so gotta crucial in on. that. So crucial. And reading your Bible, which is what you're doing right now. Okay. All right. All right. Eric, I'm not sure how great. much sense my end of that made, but we're here and it's okay. We're here. You there know, we've here. been doing this for... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what that word is. Uh, such a oh. great oh. peep. Oh, Okay. Allison is such a great peep. Okay. For Allison, it looks like Sue Hagen. Such a, oh, Sue that was, Hagen. That was German. For Allison, for being yeah. Sue Hagen peep. So someone put peeps here in our studio, and it's for Allison. Yeah. And 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 we have no more peeps left, and so I'm very tempted to. I'm not tempted. I'm very tempted. I'm not. I, I'm like so. Allison. Allison right is now. too good to us. She's, she is, but I would buy her some when I go to the store later. Well, that's. Yeah, see? But she wouldn't get the note about she being a Sue Hagen. Yeah, and, and you got to be a Sue Hagen these days. Yeah. Especially in the How times How would Allison find out she is a Sue Hagen? Well, I could still trans. I don't know if you could, Chip. I, I don't think you know what a Sue Hagen is. I don't think you're, gonna, <laughs> I don't think you're going to a- yeah. accurately depict this. Well, You're I, taking I, a step to the right right now, Chip. Well, you're taking a step I, to the right. I, I, you're I, way off. Well, okay, all right. We got we to gotta go. <laughs> <laughs>